Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. What feels so frustrating too is like I ate so much worse Easter week and didn't have that gain. Like what the heck? <laughs> when you're eating cucumber slices, you should see a loss of the scale. Yes. <laughs> Well, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, you know that feeling when you have worked hard, done some positive things, and the scale doesn't reflect your efforts. So we're talking about that, plus how to handle when someone says, are you losing weight? Ready? Let's talk. Well, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Real Hi. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. I'm Ricky. Ladies, how was your week? Who wants to go first? Uh, okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. I should uh, call I, on you because I called on Ricky last week. <laughs> I was going to say I was waiting for the introductory teacher to say, right. Candace, um, would you like to share first? I sure would. Uh, <laughs> I have been working on stacking habits this week. So I posted that it started with me getting off of my... Um, I don't want to say lazy butt because that's not what I mean, but getting off of my hiney and doing a 10 minute ride on my Peloton in the evening, mid midweek when I didn't feel like doing it. And then that turned into morning exercise the next day and the next day and the next day. So I feel like I turned it around midweek and started a habit that I was going to put off until today because today is May 1st and a Saturday. It's like the lottery for me. I am so excited for, you know, everybody knows I like the first of the month and Saturday is my way in day. So everything reset. So January one was supposed to cure all this, right? Everything was magical on January one. <laughs> right. But since it wasn't that and then February and then March and then April, <laughs> here we are in May. So I'm full of possibility. Bravo star. Yay. <laughs> How um, do you feel going into this week now, knowing that you've started kind of stacking some of those habits? 
Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we always do good that first week. And then the second week it's, I don't know about you guys. Like I start to get a little lax. Mm-hmm. Like, have, you, have you thought, or do you feel like, no, I'm already, I'm in the zone. No changes. Uh, I wouldn't say I feel like I'm in the zone. I feel like I'm cautiously optimistic and trying to take it a minute at, the, at a time because I think I have done this enough <laughs> where I know that getting a little too overconfident is not something that I want to do. So I'm going to to just try to take it a moment at a time and being very prayerful and trying to be intentional about making myself a priority. Bravo star. Oh, thank you. Yeah. How about you guys? Um, I guess I'll go. Um, so I I feel like my week was tough. I struggled with um, not really liking the food that I made for dinner during the week. So just not really being excited to go home and eat that for dinner. But it was successful in some ways. I was inspired by Candace to do an evening workout because I, you know, hadn't done a morning one. And usually if I don't do a morning one, I'm not motivated to do it in the evening. That's why I try and do them in the morning. Um, but I was like, you know what, let me just do 10 minutes. And I think 10 minutes turned into 15 or 20 because um, I added in a stretch and a couple of other things. So that was good. And I also was successful. I think I posted this, um, but with kind of bundling, a, you know, one habit with another one or stacking. Um, Cause I had an issue with keeping my, like not having my fork um, for, for lunch that day. Um, and yeah, I, um, I, I was really, I would be forgetful and forget to do it. And then I was like, well, I don't want to have to borrow someone. It's, you know, from someone at work, it's COVID. Let me, you know, stop at Royal Farms and get a fork. And then, you know, I'm like, well, I I can't go in and take one without being a paying customer. I need to get something. So it turned into like (laughs) me walking out with a bag of chips. And it's like, that's not, I don't need to be buying a bag of chips from Royal Farms at eight o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So um, I decided to start when I pack, unpack my lunch in the evening. I may not pack all of it, but I pack my fork and my spoon. And I, I consistently did that for the week. So that felt really good. Yay. Yay. It is funny. I related to your post because I'm that person at work too. Who's like, does anyone have a fork <laughs> or a spoon? And I know good and darn well that I brought oatmeal or something that I needed it for. So mm-hmm. I'm going to steal your habit because I need to do that too. It's not a surprise that I need a fork or a spoon. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Ricky, bravo yeah. star. Yes. How about you, Erin? How was your um, So I've got, I've got a mental struggle this morning, mental mindset struggle, because mm-hmm. I had what I felt like as a good week. I tracked, I ate really good food, and I'm so proud of the exercise that I did. I, I walked every single day this week, except for what, uh, yesterday and I think the day before, because it was like drizzly, drizzly rainy. And then yesterday we had tremendous wind in the area, but I still got on the exercise bike. I got on my Peloton. (laughs) It looks great. Yes. And I increased my time from the 10 minutes where last week I was like bedraggled to 20 minutes. Right. So I had time increase. I am up 1.8 this morning Mm. and I'm mad about that. I'm so mad because I did all of the good things, all of the right things. And I gained 
more weight than the week of Thanksgiving or the week of Easter where I had carrot cake and like all of these delicious foods. And like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have all the delicious foods this week. So I'm just, it's the frustrating thing of when you do the right things and you're not rewarded Mm -hmm. or not seeing the reward that you expect to receive Mm -hmm. for doing the right things. So bravo star to me because I had good healthy habits this week and Mm -hmm. really proud of that. But I'm, I don't mind telling you that I'm frustrated this Mm -hmm. morning and it's just like, okay, well, I want to go, whatever, I'll just go eat, which is stupid. Yeah. Right. That's just stupid that you just decide mm-hmm. that the way you're going to go take care of it is like, well, if you're, if I'm going to gain weight, I'm going to go get a donut. <laughs> yeah. It's also, are you in the space of, do you want people to silver line it for you and tell mm-hmm. you all of the things about how it could be salt mm-hmm. and, right. you know, you could pee this out or do you just want to <laughs> feel upset? Because right. sometimes you just want to feel annoyed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can't pee out 1.8. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> that, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't have that much in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I think there's a, acknowledging the silver lining, but there's also like what other things can I, like if I'm going to be consistently like doing this new exercise, if you're going to be doing that, Erin, should you also be looking at other ways of measuring so knowing that you might have a little bit of like, like, we had this conversation about when we all saw personal trainers and we all like gained weight during that. But if you look at other metrics, if you look at, you know, your measurements, are, are you going to see progress with that most likely? So I, I hope that's not a silver lining. I know that, you know, it isn't comforting now, but like maybe knowing that if you track that progress, that might help. Yeah, no. And I... That's the thing that I've gone and like, I've been trying to remind myself of this morning is that you did really good things for yourself this week. And this one measurement of progress, is it showing those really good things or it's choosing to interpret it in a different way? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean that we don't go for the walks because the reality is the walks are therapeutic for me, right? They're great for my brain. I enjoy it. I look forward to it every day. I should be very cognizant this week to make sure that yes, I did track, but were there things that maybe the the BLTs, the bite licks and tastes, right? That I didn't take into account and didn't track. I don't feel like I did, but so I'm going trying to have like a hyper awareness for next week. What I'm scared of is that that hyper awareness starts to turn into obsession hmm. and I don't want obsession. So that's what's happening in my brain right now. And that's understandable because, you know, it goes back to that control, (laughs) you know, what can I control about this? And the scale is something that it can be fickle. You know what I mean? Especially we don't ever overanalyze when we have a loss that we didn't deserve. Just saying, like, no, I lost three pounds. How did this happen? How did I lose three pounds? This is not deserved. The scale loves me today. And then you just are happy. You know, know, anything can happen if you just believe, you know, you just have to keep going. But but I understand what you're saying about wanting to kind of get hyper vigilant and kind of really control everything once you have this happen. Yep. And I also really connected with what you said too, with which is also, let me just throw in the towel. What's the point? 
mm-hmm. know, I worked so hard, so I'm just not going to do anything mm-hmm. that I did this week because I didn't get the result on the scale. I, like what feels so frustrating too is like I ate so much worse Easter week and didn't have that gain. Like what the <laughs> heck? When you're eating cucumber slices, you should see a loss of the scale. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ideally. Ideally, yes. Ideally. I feel like when we have those weeks where we get the way in we didn't deserve in a way of like I ate horribly and I lost weight, I feel like it, it reinforces me in the wrong way because then it's like, hmm, maybe I can sneak this little, you know, chip here and sneak this here. You know, in the back of my mind, I'm usually thinking, well, last week I got away with it. I'm not necessarily tightening things up. I'm, it kind of works in the other direction. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. true. I, and I think the other thing that's frustrating is like, I'm so, I'm so into tr- like really paying attention and working hard on the goals. And then I see this picture of me from 2017, which is, you know, that's only four years ago. Although 2017 doesn't sound like four years ago. Right. Right. <laughs> But then I get my app out. And so, of course, I'm scrolling through. What did I weigh on this day in 2017? Yes. I do that too. <laughs> Me too. And I'm like, 22 pounds. That's a 22. <laughs> this is what 22 pound difference looks like. Oh, <laughs> that is so funny. I thought I was the only one who did that. Oh, I know. And because we've been doing it so long, we've got years of date. Let me go back to 2012. What did I weigh on August 1st? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I kicked myself for the time when I decided like, okay, I'm going to reset the scale. Mm-hmm. I'm resetting the scale. It's a fresh start. And I'm like, well, shoot, I've lost all that data from 2014 and on. <laughs> I was so upset that Noelle taught me how to do that, my pri- or one of our old coaches, because now I'm like, I need that data back because mm-hmm. I was so excited to lose it and get this fresh start. But now I'm like, what did I weigh in 2016? I don't know because it's gone. And it may, when I was deciding, because I've done that too, and for some reason it, it it's never deleted my history. The only thing I don't have is from when I was in high school when I first joined, but back then things were on paper. Anyway, you know, back in the Stone Ages. <laughs> you guys have your original paper books? Yes. I, I, have, I, I kept my paper books. They're all in a box. Yeah. Wow. So if I wanted to go back to 2010 and see my weight, I, which I don't because I'm dangerously close to what my weight was. Mm-hmm. I'm very close for comfort. I'm, I'm what, 25, 25 pounds away or so from, from mm-hmm. start. and. Wow. That's for me, it's too close. It's mm-hmm. too close. And so here I am going, we got to get this down. We got to get this down. We got to get this down. And it keeps going up and up and up. And I'm like, <laughs> this is not the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> like, did you not hear me? Is this thing on? I hear right. you down. I, I ate cucumber slices this week. <laughs> Do you Wait. guys find that, like, looking back at that, after you look back and see it and like see that picture from when you were, you know, for me, it's like, I'll look at a picture, find the date and see if I can find that same date in my tracker. I've done that before. Do you find that that helps you that that sets you up for success or no. <laughs> I didn't, it doesn't help me. No. I, so mm-hmm. why am I hurting myself? Comparison is the thief of joy, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sad that I can look at every picture in my house and identify it by the weight that I was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, look at this cruise picture. I was this weight then. Oh my gosh, look at that. Not 
Oh, that was a wonderful cruise. Mm -hmm. I remember that I lost two pounds before that cruise. And then I put on eight, you know, (laughs) (laughs) memories are not supposed to be tied to the weight in the picture. Yes, I do that. I can look at all of my pictures and know what I weighed in them because Mm -hmm. it was like, I, that's the thing like I want to get away from is that the weight is so controlling that I look at pictures and the way that I mark the picture is not the beautiful thing that happened, mm-hmm. but what I weighed in that. Like that's, it, we keep talking about our value, right? Mm-hmm. Like our weight isn't our value, but when your value has surrounded your weight for so long, it's a really hard thing mm-hmm. to unmesh. Yeah. And I mean, the hardest part for me was when I got, when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. where you're expecting that the scale will go up. I've never been in that scenario where mm-hmm. obviously they didn't, I started off overweight and pregnant, so they didn't want me to gain too much, but it was okay for the scale to go up. And I'm usually, that usually is a mm-hmm. negative or a deterrent. So having to change that mindset was really tough. I remember talking to you ladies about it. Mm-hmm. it it's hard to wrap your mind around because I've been at this weight loss thing for so long mm-hmm. that, because we keep unintentionally gaining weight. The idea of intentionally gaining weight is like, yeah. how do you do that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, my baby has plenty to eat. He can just eat through all of this weight. I mean, I feel like he'd be fine. And they're like, well, actually, you know, it'd be okay if you, you know, put on a few things. The baby does weigh something. I'm like, no. no. I, I think one thing we forget too is that, you know, when we compare ourselves to that, that previous weight that we've been, you know, it, it, if I get, when I get back to that weight or get to a lower weight, it doesn't mean my body's going to look exactly the same, whether it be because, you know, of a baby or because there's, there's not a baby, <laughs> you know, weight loss. Um, you know, I, it doesn't mean we're going to look exactly like we did in that picture. We're older. Mm-hmm. Our bodies have been through different things. People calling me old, okay? <laughs> Don't call me I said old. older. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we forget that like our bodies are not going to, even if it's not an age thing, let's say within a year, I gained five pounds and lost five pounds. It doesn't mean I'm going to put that, you know, that five pounds on in one area and it's going to come off in the same area, you know? Mm-hmm. I wish I could spot check so bad, Ricky. Like that would be, I lose in the stupidest of places when I'm mm-hmm. on. Can we just talk about like, who wants to lose like in your ankles or like, <laughs> I, I need stomach and face and everything to be the first thing that goes. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's arms, mm-hmm. legs. I mean, that is so annoying. I just wanted to, I hit that. <laughs> off topic, but I just, I don't no, like it. And I can't spot check <laughs> for me. It's always my chest, which I'm, I'm actually okay with, but it's, uh, but I'd rather have like, it's my legs where it's harder to lose. Even it's like, I'm doing cycling classes. I'm walking a ton. Shouldn't it be coming from the things that are like moving so much and putting in all this work. And I feel <laughs> the muscles just straining when I'm, you know, walking up a hill, why can't you just take it from there first? Yeah. I told you if our thighs were in a wrestling competition, yours would win. So <laughs> just putting that back out there. And don't we need people to immediately recognize, even if we've lost five pounds, it's like mm-hmm. when you lose five, you go out with a new air. And if mm-hmm. nobody says anything, one, they're darned if they do. If they say something, you're mm-hmm. upset. 
But if they don't say something, you're upset as well. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a really great point you just made. Cause I like, let's talk about that real quick because I see this come up in connect on WW connect a lot. Mm-hmm. People who are either mad because they've lost weight and nobody said anything. And then mm-hmm. people who are mad because somebody said something to them. Like what is, what have you guys found the best way around that? And do you think sometimes what we get mad because somebody has said something to us is because it's a person that we don't even like the way they breathe has said something to us. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's the way people say it. Like if someone's like, you look really great. You know, I can tell you've been working hard. That's one thing. But if someone mm-hmm. says, Oh, I can see that you're, you know, your stomach's gone down. Like something that, that points out a specific point of your body that it's like, Oh, well, so you've been watching my body. Like that I think is more personal and it may not have been intended to harm, but I think when you're pointing out a specific body part versus like, it just, you look good. You look healthy. You look, you know, a more well, like a more rounded comment versus like a specific body part thing. Cause what maybe I wasn't thinking about my stomach. Maybe I was thinking about you're like, thinking about your thighs. you just gave me a complex. <laughs> what if somebody, so what if somebody says, Hey, are you losing weight? Hmm. That's right. Yeah, I wouldn't get offended. By I'd be that. Okay I think that. some people would, but but also like you know, people might say, "Are you losing? You look unhealthy, or are you losing weight too fast?" Like I think that's the difference mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they they judge the speed of your weight loss. I did. I did have someone say, "Honey, you're losing too much weight," and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "I said, well, that's the first time someone's ever said that to me." <laughs> They're like, you're wasting away. And I was like, if that were true. <laughs> I'm the person though, who will do things to fish for compliments. So <laughs> I will wear the pants after they've gotten too big and they're about to fall off. And they're like, Candace, those pants are just so huge. And I'm like, are they? Really? They're too big. Are you saying that my pants are too big and that I should not be wearing? You're swimming in that shirt. Am I? Because it's too long. To the phone. <laughs> Candace is going to HR because they've warned her enough to wear pants that fit, and it's now offending her coworkers because they're always around her ankles. <laughs> My husband was like, "I'm going to need for you to stop wearing those." I was like, "Because they're too big." <laughs> Just say it one more time. They were like, "He was like, yes, I need you to find. You have a complex. You need to talk to somebody because you need to buy some new pants." <laughs> Oh my gosh. I just, yeah, I I noticed it a lot on connect and I think sometimes it's just maybe interpreted in how we feel that day. I'm, I'm wondering about like, are we feeling insecure that day? And so we're, when we talk about the stories that we tell ourselves, are we taking that through the lens of the, you know, of how we feel that day, the negative piece of that? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. 
Yeah, I think that's quite a possibility because I think there are some days where people might take the same comment as a positive. Yeah. Well, like, and I just, I think I've got myself into the place now that when someone does say it, and trust me, it's been a while since somebody said it to me, (laughs) to just say, thank you. Yep. I'm working on my health. I just want to be healthier. So thank you for noticing the work that I've been doing and take it from there. Yeah. I think that it's, it's hard to do though. (laughs) It's hard to, to, to not internalize. And I do think it is dependent on the person. Yeah. It's dependent on who says it. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So let's, uh, let's walk through that though. Let's walk through that because again, we're putting, we're putting the emphasis on someone else, right? We're, instead of us taking ownership over how, how we're taking this and what we're, what we choose to do with it, right? Like, Let's talk through what what does that mean for us though to take ownership over that and not internalize it based mm-hmm. on what someone else, you know what I mean? Like if we're putting the the onus on someone, even so let's say it was Oprah was coming to us and Oprah was saying, Aaron, <laughs> wait, right? Would mm-hmm. we feel amazing or would we tell Oprah? to go away, right? The way that we would tell other people. Yeah, I think that's a good point. We wouldn't. I'd be so, I'd be thrilled like, oh my gosh, you noticed. And she'd never seen me before. It's like, you noticed. (laughs) But I think it does go back to our conversation about the flip side of that is when someone says something that is meant to harm or something that is harmful. If I'm seeking value or seeking validation from others, then I'm always going to feel like, you know, I, I haven't accomplished anything if someone validates how I feel about myself. So I think it all goes back to if I'm feeling good about myself, if I'm happy with what I've done, if I'm proud, then it shouldn't matter what comment someone makes, whether they intend it to be a positive comment about noticing with us or whether they intend to say something negative about something else. Like if I'm not seeking that validation from other people, then I think I'm not having that issue in the first place. Yeah. And I think I've always been externally validated. I get my validation from others and trying to turn that inward when I don't trust my own inner voice is really, really tough because sometimes I don't feel like I don't, I just don't trust myself. I don't trust how I view things. So I need Aaron or Ricky to tell me if I'm okay. So if, and I get the the worst is if Aaron thinks that I've lost weight, but Ricky doesn't you know, and there's a dichotomy there between, between the two of you. So what do I believe? What do I right. believe? That's really that, I think that's where you know, like the things that you've been working on, Candace, like the affirmations, right. And starting with yourself, starting with what do I know to be true about myself? What do I know to be true about what I'm doing? And that's the barometer for these, for what's measured against and not, if somebody else notices or says it's just a bonus, right. but it isn't the start of what is true. Right. And so being able to say, I am proud of where I am. I'm proud of how I look, of what I'm doing. And it's irrelevant if I don't get feedback from somebody else. I don't even need it, you know, but I, I think that we're set up. That's not how we're set up. Right. You know, mm-hmm. this, this culture, everything about 
how we process our okayness is based on other people. Right. Um, it just, it, I mean, in social media too, in the age of social media and how that's just risen, everything's tied to, to that perception. Do we get a like on our photo? Have you mm-hmm. ever done that where you post a photo and you think you look really nice and let's say you get four likes <laughs> and you're like, this surely deserved about a hundred. Right. Like, right. Listen, <laughs> I put a lot of time and effort into making this plate here. So everybody better <laughs> like this plate and what's like, on it. Two likes? What is going on? <laughs> But it's not enough that just you like the picture mm-hmm. or that you posted it. Mm-hmm. Right. I do. I think there's, that's so interesting to me, this correlation between exactly what you're saying versus starting with, what am I proud of if for me and using that as the barometer? And if nobody says mm-hmm. anything, can I be okay? And I think that's mm-hmm. also a really good question to ask ourselves. If no one ever noticed my weight loss, would I? am I okay with that? And if I'm not okay with it, then that says I'm, I'm using other people as the barometer for why I'm doing things as opposed to I'm choosing to do this for my health. I'm choosing to do this because I want to look in the mirror and be happy. I want to be happy inside my head about these things. Mm-hmm. Another thing that reminds me of that I was thinking about earlier is to like the whole pant size thing. Like if someone has, let's say five pounds to lose and they're, you know, starting at a smaller weight, they may lose a dress size when they lose five or 10 pounds, but the heavier you are, it's like, you know, oh, well I've lost 20 pounds, but it's only one, you know, dress size. And then I'm upset because I've only lost one dress size, but I've lost 20 pounds. So it's like, why am I also seeking that affirmation from a number on a pair of pants? Um, I think that's something that tripped me up when I was smaller. And when I um, did lose weight, I think I was maybe a size 14 and I was so stuck on getting down to a size 12 and I had lost like 20 pounds. And for me, the way I'm built and like pants and and specifically, it, it takes a lot for me to lose that that size. So something else to think about with where we seek validation. You're so, oh my gosh. And then they changed the pant size too. (laughs) Did you notice that? Hmm. Like 12s from 20 years ago are now, uh, what? Or 14. It's like, it's reversed. Hmm. Because what I would wear as a 14 is now a 12 nowadays. Hmm. Like it's, it's completely reversed. And that tells you how old some of the clothes in my closet are. <laughs> and it's also varies by store. Yeah. And that's why I will not shop at certain stores, especially if I'm very proud that I thought I lost a pant size mm-hmm. and one store says I didn't. Oh, no. I don't care how cute the pants are. I'm not shopping there yeah. because I need to feel <laughs> and see the number. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous mm-hmm. if the pants fit and they look nice. But at this store, they're size up. Mm-hmm. In this store, there are 14. In that store, it's a 12. I'm going where the 12 is. Mm-hmm. I need that validation. I, I got new yeah. shirts in for work and the women usually like women cut. But I, while I am a woman, I ain't always built like a woman because I'm six feet tall, right? And so for me, I wear usually the men's style shirts because I just need it to cover the length. I can't be running around in belly button shirts. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I had ordered some of the women's sizes and I got some of the larger ones and I put on the women's cut 
And what I would normally wear is a large. And I'm like, well, that's not working. And so then I went and did the extra large. And I'm like, that's still not working. And I got to the women's double XL cut. And I'm like, I, this works better, but I'm not wearing a women's double XL. Like my brain just went, no. And -hmm. then I went and put on my man's large and was completely happy and fine. Yeah. But. And the last thing I have to say, because it brought up something else that happens. Are you all similar when people buy you clothes? I'm very, mm-hmm. it is, it, it is a trigger. Christmas is not my favorite because <laughs> yeah. if somebody buys me a size that is not my size and it's larger, oh, you talk about feeling triggered. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so you think that this would fit me? Oh, Okay. You know, I can't stand, I'd rather people just give me gift cards. Don't buy me clothes for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, there's a new, no clothing as gifts rule in our house. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. I spent too long getting gifts on Christmas and then trying them on and them not fitting. And my Mm -hmm. Christmas being absolutely ruined because it just brought up Mm -hmm. tears and weight Mm -hmm. and insecurities. So the one thing that I do get for Christmas is pajamas and my mom, we, we know the brand, we know the sides and everything that's, that's in the zone, but otherwise, yeah, no clothing. And don't don't make the mistake to ask me to try it on. Don't say that. (laughs) Oh no. No. Birthdays, none of it. I don't get clothes as gifts Mm -hmm. at all. That's, that's taboo. Yeah. Like you're saying here, and if they don't know exactly what store to shop in, they may have gotten you the right size, but if they bought it at, you know, a certain store. It's like, oh, I know if this is from this section in Target, it's not going to fit me in that size. Even right. if it is technically my size. Right. Because yeah. what's a large will fit you ladies because you're fun sized versus mm-hmm. king sized over here. Right. It's, it, we just, it wears different. Mm-hmm. It just wears different. So if you give me something from Victoria's Secret, just don't. <laughs> perfume yeah. or lotion. Okay. <laughs> I'll never get you guys from Victoria's Secret, FYI. <laughs> there, I was disappointed this week because one of my favorite stores that um, started carrying plus-size clothing um, stopped carrying plus-size clothing. Like They just decided, well, we're not carrying anymore. So uh, I'm no longer shopping there, even when I can fit into their regular-size clothing. And I, I don't know. If, do you want to hear the story? You're all like... yes. It was That's loft. I, I I don't know if you guys heard about that. They stopped selling plus size clothing. No, no. I didn't know that. Um, I was devastated because I I would kind of be able to fit into some of their things if it you know if it was a bigger cut. But then they started selling plus size clothing, especially for professional wear. I was really really excited. So um, I was very disappointed when I heard that they decided just to stop selling it. And it's like, I know with the pandemic, a lot of places have to make cuts, but it's like, well, yeah. make a cut to this area or this area or like. Why right. just you know com- completely leave out a group of, of people who also want to wear professional clothing? I mean, that's the one thing that I'm noticing that so many retailers are doing now is that it's the same. Because, you know, it used to be that, well, there was the plus size section with its own line, mm. right? And then there was the, I don't even want to call it regular clothes because I don't I call it zero to 14, right? Mm-hmm. But I love that they're now doing zero to three, four, five X, and mm-hmm. it's all the same piece of clothing, just in all, you know, all the different styles. Instead of we have this section and this section, but we're within the same within the mm-hmm. same store. Yeah. That's a bummer. That sucks. Yeah. That's I did not hear that. Yeah. Boo. All right. Um, we're gonna close out. 
Ricky, tell us your favorite store to shop in though, that you like to go get clothes. Um, honestly, probably Nordstrom Rack. I find a lot of good um, jeans there for work, a lot of great tops. Um, so Nordstrom Rack. All right, Candace. I don't like the name of the store that I like. I like Dress Barn, which is horrible <laughs> because I don't like that it's called. <laughs> I don't like that it's called Dress Barn, but I can find some cute things sometimes in Dress Barn. Okay. Yes. But I don't like that it's called Dress Barn because <laughs> it messes with my psyche. Okay. We got to update that name. We do have to update that name. It's horrible. Yeah. I am kind of all over the place because I can't really shop in like kind of one spot and find something. But nine times out of 10, Marshalls. I could get really okay. good tops at Marshalls and then I've got to go scout for, for pants. You can but find good deals at Marshalls. You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, ladies, boy, did we cover the gamut today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we wish you a very successful week, a successful week on plan. Even if the scale results don't reflect the cucumbers that you ate this week. <laughs> or the cauliflower that you put in your little mix. Didn't you put cauliflower in something? That's a whole other story. That's a whole other. I put cauliflower in a smoothie and it was delicious. And one day I'll get Candace to do it just like zucchini. Hmm. Maybe not. Oh, time to go. Time to go. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.